it's showtime. Okay, it's showtime. It's another beautiful Thursday here in Miami. Uh, thank you everyone who has joined us today. Uh, thanks for joining on Coffee Time. Uh, for those of you who are returning to see us today, welcome back. And for those of you who are new, please give us a thumbs up or a hands up there in the chat so that we know you are new and we, we welcome you as well. I want to encourage every one of you to go ahead and subscribe to the channel or the page that you are watching us from. We are live on Facebook, LinkedIn, and uh, YouTube every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern time. So please go ahead and click right now so you don't forget. And every time we go live, you will know when we have scheduled it and we are live. A uh, quick introduction. My name is Marie Tarosian. I'm a certified public accountant and a chartered global management accountant, an experienced auditor and a CFO. Uh, currently, as a CPA advisor and a transformation coach, I use my proprietary methodology, Valuation MT, to help business owners that have reached their first million to get to their 10, and, 10 million and more. Um, I'm also an author. I've, I've written a couple of books, The Complete Guide to Business Growth, which is available on Kindle, and you can purchase it, and I have the link uh, in the chat too. And also the Business Owner's Guide to Operational Accounting, and that's the free ebook that I'm offering to you, and I'll put that link in there as well. Um, as always, I am I am joined by my most featured guest uh, and my tax colleague, Pedro Gonzalez-Cipe. Pedro, welcome to the show this Thursday morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, tax season so virtually uh, started. The gates are opened, uh, so we're all excited uh, <laughs> for this time. And uh, uh, so we're here not only uh, to help you with your, your taxes and the planning and so on, we're here to also uh, share some good information uh, that is going to help you with uh, this uh, tax season. So Pedro Gonzalez, CPA, your your business and tax uh, strategist. Uh, we help you with uh, the you know the three uh, I consider the three key areas of a entrepreneur, which is your cash flow. Cash flow is, is lifeblood of any business. It doesn't matter the size, the industry. Uh, cash flow is is king. Uh, we help uh, with uh, taxation and uh, uh, minimizing taxation. And taxation, as we know, erodes uh, wealth. Again, regardless if you are, uh, uh, it doesn't matter the size of, of your of your uh, estate. It will erode uh, if you're not doing something about it. And uh, the exit strategy: we're all gonna exit, uh, so it just depends on how we're gonna exit. So we help uh, in the preparation to the exit. Uh, the M&A market, the mergers and acquisition market, has been quite uh, active, and. Uh, and it's not limited to the the larger corporation when we think of m a you know what i mean we, we think of this sec corporation even smaller companies uh we just met with uh, somebody that business got uh absorbed by a larger company mm-hmm. and, and, it, and it went well you know what i mean because of the preparation that 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 uh you know the the the, the kind of the pre-acquisition uh planning and so that uh, you gotta keep that in mind. Your business, regardless of the size, can become a, a potential uh, acquisition for somebody else, or you might be looking into acquiring somebody else. So, with that said, uh, I'll pass it back to you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Pedro. Yes, and and we've talked about the, these uh, issues before. And then, so I invite you all to go ahead and check out some of the past episodes where we talked about self-employment related taxes. We've talked about tax planning in detail. We made a series about that. We've talked about partnership agreements, buy-sell agreements. 
reasonable compensation for for, for shareholders or partners. Um, and actually, just recently last week, we talked about um, real estate investments and related taxation, depreciation, cost segregation. And of course, we've talked quite a lot about M&A and how to plan for that so that you're not falling apart in case of a, in a, an emergency exit instead of a planned exit. So with that, today's conversation is going to be all about the, the upcoming tax season. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's even a lot it's already a lot of deadlines happening you know today yes. you already have to yes. 99s right all business owners should pay attention to this today yeah. is the last day to e-file um you know because you know there's going to be a time until it's accepted by the irs and all that stuff so make sure you to to pay attention to that but then i'll also open it up to pedro because i want pedro to take us through some of the other reasons why for example certain individuals should be waiting and extend you know finding an extension and not file so early so please give us a little bit more idea as to who should wait who should file right away and what are the reasons behind why these things like what these strategies that you yeah. are recommending? No, that's a, it comes up quite often and some people, I think uh, that are misinformed about mm -hmm. deadlines. And uh, and so that's why I thought it would be a good opportunity. You know, uh, January 24th, Monday, uh, the IRS has started accepting uh, e-filing. So in essence, mm -hmm. officially the tax season is open. Yeah. So I figured this is a good time to kind of uh, bring this information to to the audience. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, one thing I, uh, to remind again, I know you have uh, done uh, to Marie is uh, January 31st. Make sure you're 1099s. I will suggest tomorrow, uh, Friday, to be kind of really your, your deadline to make sure yeah. that you get it on time. Uh, transmitted yeah. W-2s are also uh, due. Mm -hmm. So make sure that that is done on time. Uh, now, going into the tax season, you know what I mean? And, and how, you know, what I wanted to kind of focus uh, and we're going to go kind of at a macro kind of higher level, but still it's going to be beneficial to you is how to take advantage of the tax filing. You know what I mean? The, the tax uh, return and and why in some cases it's better to file extensions versus mm -hmm. filing early. The, the, in essence, and the, the rule is, at least for us, when we look at it is if, if the IRS owes you money, you ought to file early, you know, file as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. And if you owe money, then you ought to pay your taxes by the deadline, which is a, the, the drop uh, kind of uh, the deadline, the ultimate deadline is actually April 15th. So you have until April 15th to, in essence, pay your taxes that are owed uh, and then file an extension. So again, mm -hmm. uh, if 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 and again, these are general rules. There's there's uh, like you know like everything. There's exceptions to these rules, but as a general rule, if the IRS owes you money, then file as soon as possible so you can get those monies back to you because you don't gain uh, a benefit to give this money and leave it in the bank and in the government. And if 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 you owe money, then pay the taxes that are due. By April fifteenth at the latest, get it done, and then file an extension. It's an automatic extension; okay. you will not be late. So file an extension. You have and then in cases of individuals, you have until uh, October fifteenth, then to file your return. Now, the, these are two separate matters. One is when the taxes are due, when the return right. is. Right. So. 
why let, let's talk about the why would i fire early the reason that you might want to fire early one like i said if irs owes me money mm -hmm. you know what i mean let's say you have a simple return w2 you have your your dependents you know not not a whole lot of items but you get some credits that then brings a a a, a refund for you I would suggest go ahead and you know that's no reason for you to continue postponing the, this filing. Right. Go ahead and get it done. The other reason sometimes uh, I came across, uh, you know, and you might have come across this when people uh, are gonna uh, get a mortgage, for example. Mm -hmm. You know, but let's say for example, you right now you're in the midst of a, a of a, a mortgage, uh, either refinancing, you're buying a house, and so they're gonna ask you for. Uh, they might even start asking you right now for the 2021 tax return. So it's it, even though it's just so early, but they might ask you for it uh, prior to April 15th. So in that case, you may want to go ahead and get it done early. But even in those cases, uh, we have seen situations when uh, you can present is in essence a, a return that has not been filed. You sign it. I mean, you inform the, the the mortgage broker. In some cases, they will accept it. You know that, right, like draft. that this it gives an idea of what's going to look like. Right. But it has not been filed yet. Understood. And so that could be an alternative for you if you're in, the, in that situation. Uh, you might want to consider or at least discuss it with your mortgage broker to see if they can accept is in essence, uh, you know, like uh, my return and then a non-filed return. You know what I mean? So then uh, they can use it, but they cannot really. It's not. It's not final. Right. Like uh, a version of it. Uh, exactly. Now the the reason that why you should consider. Uh, extensions and that's you know especially for entrepreneurs which is uh, the the bulk of our work and we work a lot with the investors and and, mm -hmm. and uh, entrepreneurs is because of complexities it will give you more time to properly uh, capture deductions uh, that may be missed if we rush through it uh, and you know one of the advantages you still have is even as of right now one of the best things that you can do right now as an entrepreneur as an investor is to invest in in your accounting and because right now you still have time absolutely to go back to 2021 and let's say for example right now you already finished your your calendar year you close the books you know and 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 you're looking listen uh you have a you have a profit right and let's say a substantial profit well, right now, there's not a whole lot you can do to uh, going back with the exception of uh, going carefully through your accounting or doing some kind of deferrals uh, through retirement. Right. Some, you know, so that's basically what's going to be limited. So right. my suggestion is to look into your accounting and, and sit down with your accountant and then to carefully look through those uh, uh, the, the bank account and see what could have been missed for you to also go through your records. Uh, that's why, you know, uh, I use a, a checklist. You use a checklist for, for right. our clients. Yes. That is uh, why the, the damn uh, checklist. I know sometimes I look at that and it's like, what the? Whoa. <laughs> but really it's for your own sake. It, yes, right. it helps us, it minimizes the time between you and I going back and forth and asking you right. questions. And then, hey, do you remember this? or? after it's filed you go oh crap i forgot <laughs> you know what i mean and you don't want that you know what i mean so why yeah. they, that's why we use checklists we give you that checklist it's a it's a good memory check you know what i mean like go through you know what i mean it, it, it pays off it, it only takes us about 15 minutes just sit down go through it because it might it might trigger something in your mind oh yes yeah. 
Oh, I um, forgot about this kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And, and so that's the best investment you can make right now is to go through your your documents, so your 1099s, 1098s, make sure you have them all. Make sure that if you have rentals that all of your expenses are accounted for. You know, sometimes uh, your accountant is aware of what is going through the books of the corporation. What it could be missing is expenses that I pay personally, which I have, I have seen it many times. You know what I mean? I went and bought some lumber and I, you know, I needed an emergency. I went and bought it myself. I put it through my own personal credit card. We True. fixed whatever we needed to be fixed, but it was never reimbursed. It was never accounted for Correct. the company. So looking through those, don't overlook uh, your expenses, especially if you're in a profit situation and you need to lower that, that taxable income. So why the extinction then, you know, again, uh, is because it gives you the opportunity to be able then to properly account, to give you, you know, more time to to properly present those tax returns. You're not going to be late. I mean, you you in essence, the IRS is, is granting you this uh, automatic extension. All you have to do is to inform the IRS, listen, I know you told me the, the deadline is April 15th. You're giving me six more months. I'm going to take that six months. Yeah. That's it. You file an extension form. Make sure that your taxes are paid. The... You know, because I know that you hear people saying about the quarterlies, the quarterlies, the quarterlies. Yes, it's also important. But I can assure you that the penalty for underpayment of, of your quarterlies is less than the late filing of the taxes, April 15th. Correct. So let's say you miss some some of your quarterlies or the amounts were a little bit different. You know, make sure that by April 15th, you're caught up. You know what I mean? That you're, right, 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 right. And let's say your quarterlies were under. And so now is the time to sit down and say, listen, uh, I, I made more money than I expected. My suggestion is not to be, uh, might be better to go with the conservative number. You know what I mean? And then go right. with that number and pay your taxes. Go back and drill into those, those tax returns. Because I've seen situations where the person is, oh, but I don't, you know, my, my profit is, let's say, 100000 But I don't think it's going to be, it's going to be 50000 well, you're taking a huge gamble. There. Yeah, that's a big, big, big uh, right. gap there. Exactly. I know. I understand. You don't want to go April 15th and pay, you know, let's say uh, $10,000. You don't want to do that. I understand. But you're running a huge risk that if it comes up to be 75000 it's not a hundred. It's right. not 50. It's, let's say, $75,000. you are short. And now you Absolutely. owe 5000 plus penalties and interest for because of the underpayment, late filing, Yes, yeah. you say that now you compile that that quote unquote saving that you're trying it won't away. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why we encourage, uh, especially for the uh, entrepreneurs, to consider the extension. You're not going to be late. It gives proper time for your accountant, for your tax preparers to to properly go through it. Uh, the other reason is because you know, for example, uh, you can still do uh, matching even after. Mm -hmm. uh, the end of the year like right now you could make uh, your corporation could make a, a, a contribution to your to your retirement and be deductible in 2021 so if you right. filed or let's say you filed as uh march 15th as a corporation your s corp and you filed it but then when you could have made a contribution now it's possible that march 15th i don't have the money pedro you know but by 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 september you still have until September to make that deposit, that contribution for 2021. So wow, you don't have to have a month. 
I'm sorry. That, that's a big big extension. That's exactly. A big to to make exactly. sure that you're so you, paying you know, for the you know. Exactly. The cash so, effect is not coming in right away. You have a lot of time. Yeah. So let's say that you know, hey, we want to lower your taxes. Uh, you you could make an X amount of dollars of contributions. Yes, you don't have the money today, but knowing that, I could probably set aside every month or so often those, those dollars, put it into the the retirement. I still have until September to, in essence, to truly file my return, and then I will make sure that those dollars are are filed. I'm sorry, are are deposited. Then I file. Uh, for real estate yes. investor, cost segregation, you still have until the, the, the filing date. You know what I mean? In case of the, with extension, meaning that you have until September 15th for corporations and you have until October 15th for individuals. So that's a strategy we use for a lot of uh, real estate investors is cost segregation, you know, to help them uh, lower the, the, the taxes, accelerate some of the depreciation. So no reason to now force a situation where, let's say, you acquire some new property. Let's say the other ones are already taken care of. But I need uh, to accelerate depreciation. Uh, you know, you have until October or September, depending on the type of entity. You can file an extension, right. get it done properly instead of rushing through and uh, get make sure that the numbers are, are, you know, the cost segregation is done, that the numbers are being double and triple checked that the documentation is in place and then file. And I can mention that, you know, like uh, in cases of like a SEP 401ks, you, know, you can make contributions. So mm -hmm. take the time, make sure this properly, properly file. And uh, so that's, you know, the, the main reason of, you know, why consider, and I wanted to bring up that up uh, in, the, in this uh, podcast is because I know that the cost is confusion. You know I mean, there's two different deadlines in here we're talking about. And right. some people get confused and thinking that, that they have to file April 15th. You know what I mean? And so you you have to pay your taxes by April 15th. This is sure. what so you can extend the filing of the return. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So to kind of clarify, in case uh, any uh, one of our audiences is actually thinking through this, is that if someone has, let's say, a rollover IRA or some kind of a, another 401k from a previous, you know, employer, and now they have their own business, and they intend to to put money there, can they still pay from their business directly to that IRA, or should they be opening up a separate uh, uh, retirement account to I'm make so sure they? I'm sorry. Can you repeat that that question? Yeah. So uh, let's say uh, says let's say someone has a rollover 401k or, or an IRA from a prior employer, but now they are a new entrepreneur. They just started their business, and they want to start putting, uh, you know, uh, paying towards their retirement contributions uh, from their business. Can they put that money towards their rollover account, or do they need to open new accounts? No, that's a that's a very good question. Um, and the answer is going to be it depends. Mm. Uh, it could it could work uh, in either way. It just that the, mm. you know, my suggestion in those cases when you're having a, a rollover is to truly look at your personal circumstances and and uh, having a good financial advisor to to make sure that it's done properly. I've seen it work in either way. You know, what I mean? so so Understood. but uh, it, I, I cannot tell you that one is better than the other. It just kind of depend on, on your personal circumstances and what what the goals are uh, with uh, that retirement. Right. So from a tax standpoint, it wouldn't really matter as so, as long as you're 
yeah. putting aside for understood. Right. That's why you don't. Know, yeah, exactly. Confusion. Exactly. You know, how many account, how many retirement accounts should I have? That's, you know. No, no, you can have multiple. That's yeah. the thing. You so, could you could have it technically. Yeah, you can have multiple uh, retirement accounts, like you said. You know, you you came from the private sector. You have a four four one k. Now you're gonna become a, a self employed. You right. could roll that into a separate account and separate retirement. You could yes. open your own now as, a, uh, let's say, for example, a SEP uh, account Correct. under your for your self-employment. Separate from that other one and keep it all separate. You could still contribute to, you know, there's people that have, uh, you know, SEP. They can have a, a cash plan. They can have, uh, you know, they can have multiple in some cases. Now, all of this has to be done carefully, has to be done with uh, proper advice. So there's no conflict yes. that you're not, you know. So it, it, it works. But yes, you can have uh, multiple retirement uh, accounts. Uh, you know, we, we recommend to look into HSAs. Uh, um, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not going to expand on this. It's a conversation for right, another Right, day, right, right. That's a separate conversation. But, yeah. Correct. But, uh, you know, I see a lot of times that it can also be used as another way to shelter, to, to you know, defer some, some, some monies. Yeah. And we did cover some of these, not in depth so much, but we did cover some of these during our tax planning Correct. series that we spoke about. So for those of you who have some of these questions on your mind, make sure to go back to some of the sessions. You know, you can see from the descriptions of the videos in the past, you know, what we've talked about. And there was, a, a you know, about four or five weeks that we talked about tax planning and different sections of it. So make sure to check those. Uh, we, we spoke a little bit more details there. Now, I, I do have a question for you. Now, okay, the, you have a question uh, for me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, 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 <laughs> no, but I do because now what I would like is at least for you to also share uh, more from the accounting. You know what I mean? Because the I, I can also talk about it, but I figure, you know, you also share your experiences of, of how is it that how critical it is? You know, because, again, uh, I know we have talked about it in pieces. But yes. uh, especially right now, you know, this is an opportunity that, uh, especially focusing on entrepreneurs, you know, I mean, people that have a business, how important it is and what the difference between, you know, let's say a, an accountant uh, one and an accountant two, you know, the different approaches some of these accountants are going to take. I have uh, some some things I want to share too, but I, I wanted to hear your, your point. Yeah, of view. yeah. So... I think the difference that happens and most most uh, people don't realize is that the way we work and, and you and I are very similar that way, uh, we really go in depth, right? Like we're, we're looking at every single uh, general ledger account. We're looking at the profit and loss. We're looking at every single expense where we are because we also have been auditors. We're also bringing a lot of, let's say, that audit background. Are the records correct? Does this make sense? The, you know, year over year, we're analyzing a lot more than just looking at Oh, okay. So the bank is reconciled. The credit card is reconciled. Okay, we're good to go. So that that's that's only a portion, a little a little tiny portion of what one accountant may do. And in some cases, when you know certain people work with you know a tax filer, for example, the tax mm -hmm. filer is not looking at these type of analysis. They're just taking the numbers and just putting into the system and going at it. Right. We actually pull the data. We look at year over year. Now we start questioning a little bit. What happened here? What happened there? Um, if we see a lot of equipment purchased, is this a possible of a, you know, depreciation, acceleration, that kind of conversations that we'll have uh, to make sure we're recording things properly. Um, and if they are not recording depreciation, we'll record it for them, right? But we are going above and beyond of the, the usual, just looking at, you know, basic, hey, hey, is this reconciled or not? 
in a lot of cases, actually, most business owners and entrepreneurs, they just wait. They are so busy doing so many things. They are not even doing the basic reconciliation. Mm -hmm. um, recently, I actually spoke with a, 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 you know, a client where I was like, hey, you know, you know, we can we, if you're if you're if you're I, I, are you doing your own 1099s or do, do you want us to handle it? And, you know, after back and forth, I said, well, I'm not going to issue 1099s if your books are not ready, <laughs> you know, so I need to verify all these numbers. And if you say you've paid a vendor X amount, I'm going to go in and verify. Mm -hmm. That's a key word. Verify. I'm not taking your word for it. And that's a big difference, I think, a big differentiator for us, the way we work is we're verifying every single thing that some, you know, our clients say before we submit it. Yeah. And the, the key point I wanted to say was that when I'm walking, I said, I said, before I say anything, let me check to see if you have actually finished because you're claiming you have actually everything done correctly. And the first thing I go is to look at if the basic reconciliations are done and they're not, yeah. and there's new accounts added and, you know, I'm like, well, your books are not ready. <laughs> How are you going to know what you've actually done? So, you know, it's, it's, this is basic stuff, but you know, you know, people, you know, most entrepreneurs are not in tune to what they need to be doing. And then they rush through, like you said, and they file numbers or they want to, you know, do the taxes. And we're still trying to verify all this information and they don't really realize why we're taking so much time. It's not taking time. We're just trying to get the work done properly. Correct. Yeah, no, and, and that, that is a, a good point. And the reason I wanted to also bring this up uh, now, because again, what I mentioned about the filing of the extension and one of the investments that all entrepreneurs should be doing, especially the more complex your business, the more you should consider yes. this is to invest in the accounting. Because the two are interconnected. You know, your 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 tax preparer, like you said, if you all you have is a tax preparer, he or she is going to take the numbers. Yeah. You cannot expect them to do more than that. You know what I mean? And then, you know, they're going to take the numbers. You give them a balance sheet and a uh, P&L, and they're going to put those numbers into a, a software. It's going to generate a tax return, and here you go. Yeah. <laughs> now, if those numbers are incorrect, incomplete, yeah. uh, then that, that's what's going to get reported. That's why I was saying the oops. Yeah, because I have seen, mm -hmm. I seen it happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where the you know somebody has already filed and then they go, oh crap! You know what I mean? I forgot yep. this. It's not it's not complete. It's an inaccurate financial statements. So Absolutely. that's gonna be costly. And this is why I keep talking and harping on people that the you know you get what you pay for. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Uh, I know that that if you go to accountant one and he or she charges X, and you go to accountant two and he or mm -hmm. she charges X plus one. Then, uh, you know, you might say, well, the other one looks more expensive. But if all you're looking at is the price or the fee, then I think you're doing this incorrectly. you got to look yes. what exactly you're gaining. And I can assure you that most of these professionals that, that charge a little extra, most likely they do have an added value that you're not going to get by going through the express line. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. An express line. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, as you were so talking, then, you know, I'm not here to 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 um, belittle uh, the or you know, I mean, there, there's good accountants. I mean, there's good. Sure. Books, so, but they're but just they, doing the specific work you're paying. Exactly. For. And that's yeah. it. And, you know, if you hire a bookkeeper, and let's say you're paying that bookkeeper to 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 uh, reconcile your your books, he or she is that's reconciling nice. your books. You know what I mean? You pay me is to take the numbers from your bank statements. Put them into QuickBooks. I'm right. done. You know done. what I mean? It reconciles. Exactly. Here you go. 
Exactly. Now, <clears throat> if you want that same bookkeeper, I can assure you, if you tell that bookkeeper, listen, I need you to go a little deeper. I need you to make sure that we, you know, that my classifications are going to be in the proper buckets. Mm-hmm. I can assure you that the fees are going to go up. You yes. know what I mean? So actually yes. the fee that the other individual was uh, proposing to you, actually it's not that expensive. It's that that was already a, a condition of the service. Exactly. You know what I mean? Is exactly. that the other individual was not simply limiting him or herself to just simply plugging numbers. Yeah. The same, you know, when we talk about tax preparation and versus tax planning, you know, we, our fees are going to be higher. You know, I tell people, you know what I mean? It's, it, but it's because of the value we bring in. We're not here to prepare returns. We're here to do strategies and planning. Now, as, a, right. as an add-on, yes, we prepare your return. Yes. But that's not the focus. The focus in here is to help you minimize your taxes. And for that, that's why you, that's, if that's what you want, you want to minimize your taxes, you need to go to a tax strategy. You've got to sit down with your accountant or your tax preparer. And are you analyzing my taxes to make sure that I'm lowering my taxes? And if the answer is no, then you need to consider asking them, listen, how much more would it take to, right. you know, to invest time so I, I can assure that you're assuring me that I'm getting the best deal I can get. Then you can compare, yeah. in essence, Apple to Apple. Otherwise, you're not comparing the same thing. You're comparing somebody that is simply doing tax prep. And, you know, I get this all the time. You know, oh, this is too expensive. Expensive in what way? You know what I mean? Right. Because right. we're not comparing. So I wanted to bring this up because, again, uh, the importance also of the accounting. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, more than just simply, like you said, the reconciliation. Some people don't even exactly. understand what reconciliation means. It's not just to put all the numbers. Well, I went through all the transactions and they're in. That's yes. not reconciliation. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and an example I wanted to give is that, for example, when we are doing uh, our bookkeeping, uh, even if it's the basic bookkeeping, you know, a lot of times we do look at, let's say, numbers that don't make sense. For example, if a suddenly I see in a client's, you know, usual, you know, expenses, you know, let's say repairs and maintenance are going up like, I don't know, thousands and thousands, like, what is going on? You know, this this doesn't seem appropriate to the type of business that he does, right? What is why is repairs maintenance going up? Or equipment purchase is becoming really massive. Like what? So I would question. I would question. What are these transactions? What are you actually doing? Is this really for the business? So what we're trying to do is actually protecting our clients from doing mistakes that could really cost them a lot more if they were to just go ahead and take that. You know, if they were doing it themselves or someone not paying attention to that kind of problems and they take that PL and they go and file their taxes. And of course, the IRS will be like, hmm, repairs and maintenance, uh, $30,000 on a small little business. And what, what did you spend on? You know, the type of business doesn't make sense. That's the type of stuff they're thinking. So that is what we think. We use our auditor mindset to kind of go through some of these things and question ahead of time so we can save you know, our clients a massive problem down the road. Mm-hmm. So we are always looking out for our clients and we want to make sure that they're always in compliance. So that's how yeah. we always are different and differentiate ourselves. And there's many, many accountants this way that they work a little different. And uh, so it's good to have that uh, knowledge. So, yeah. Well, I enjoyed our conversation. Any last thoughts, Pedro? 
No, no, no. Again, uh, just tax season is, is ready. It's open. You know, make sure that you have a open you know, season. Exactly. <laughs> open season. So, and if you don't have a, a tax uh, a checklist, I know Marie has a link uh, that yes. she can share that I, I have my own, uh, you know, but, you know, like and subscribe. I mean, if you if you're enjoying this, this type of material, uh, like and subscribe. I mean, you, you, you know, this is something, again, even during the tax season, we're taking time to share this, you know, what we consider to be valuable information. I think that you will gain a lot by sharing and also uh, joining us in this type of conversation. But yeah, again, uh, tax season is open. Uh, uh, if you don't have a checklist, get one. I'm telling you, it pays yeah. off. Uh, if you, you know, I know that Marie has a link. Uh, if you want yes. to go to your accountant and ask him for a checklist, make sure that you're going through that because you want to make sure that you're deducting everything that is possible. You should be, you know, pressing your, your preparers to, you know, is there anything else out there that I could be doing to lower my taxes? Yeah, and I'm going to actually put the link to the my blogs and resources, and then there's a lot of the, there are two checklists there. So that way our audience can actually go and download. There's one for if you're just an individual, you have no business, so it's just the individual checklist for your tax returns, and then one for that one for business owners. Awesome. So, yeah. So that way you have both. If you, if you do have a business, then you have to download both. <laughs> so, right. um, and uh, go through that list and the checklist is going to be super valuable for you. And uh, and with that, you know, we'll say, uh, you know, have a wonderful rest of your day. And, uh, you know, we'll see you next Thursday. You know, our schedule is, you know, back on, you know, the usual Thursday at 10 o'clock Eastern Miami time. And with that, I also want to leave everybody with, you know, we, 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 you know, we want to make sure that, you know, you have your top five people that are always supporting you and are with you. And we also hope that we are the two of the five people that you are surrounding yourself with. And with that, have a wonderful rest of your day. Awesome. Take care. Bye.